song, great is your song. Where else would you rather be? I'm Paul Clifford, CEO of the Penn State Alumni Association. Welcome to the People of Penn State podcast. Each week on the podcast, you can expect to hear the voices of Penn Staters talking about what they're passionate about, and you can expect to feel the pride and the power of the Penn State network. You can find the People of Penn State podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. Subscribe and give us a rating. Ratings and reviews help others find these great stories. I'm excited to talk with Christina Mazza, the owner of Hoagies and Hops in Indianapolis. Born and raised in southeastern Pennsylvania, this Penn State grad moved to Indianapolis to be closer to her parents in 2007. She ran a local restaurant group but was missing the traditional foods of her childhood. That's when she opened Hoagies and Hops in the fall of 2015. Christina, welcome to the People of Penn State podcast. Thank you. Let's start, let's start right at the very beginning. How did you become a Penn State Nittany Lion? Well, I mean, growing up in Pennsylvania, obviously, you know, the family, we've gone to Penn State for the games when I was young. My brother got accepted and graduated from Penn State um, in 97 with a meteorology uh, degree. Um, I actually always wanted to own casinos and I was excited about, you know, getting a part of the hospitality um, division. And I actually applied to Penn State. I applied to several other schools that actually had casino management as a focus. So even though I got accepted to Penn State, I went to East Stroudsburg for my very first two years um, for the casino management portion. And then I have a lot of friends that I grew up with as well. And I, you know, I, I was kind of missing that, you know, big school feel. So I transferred to Penn State and that's where I finished off. And that's how I got there. And I loved it. Well, you took a gamble on transferring to Penn State and it seems to have worked out. We have a pretty successful football coach who went to East Stroudsburg as well, and so it's a good pipeline here into Happy Valley. Right. Thinking about your time here at Penn State, what are some of your strongest memories? Granted, the relationships that I built, um, you know, I, I worked through college, so um, I didn't join too many other clubs, but it was definitely just being involved and meeting new people and um you know, I met people from all over Pennsylvania, but then also around the U.S. That's probably my favorite part, you know, just the relationships and friendships that I've, I got out of that. People that I can, you know, still turn to and, um, you know, and, and just talk about life with. And to me, that's that's what I love to do. I'm a people person. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and we're going to talk a lot more about that because that's a big part of the work that you're doing today. This is the People of Penn State podcast. I'm Paul Clifford. Today I'm joined by Christina Mazza. She's the owner of Hoagies and Hops in Indianapolis. So, Christina, where did your passion for food come from? Well, it kind of evolved. Um, like I mentioned before, I was more into the casino hotel side of things. But while I was at Penn State, in order to graduate, you needed credits um, in the industry, no matter what it was. I had a friend that worked at the only Jimmy John's in Pennsylvania, which happened to be on College Avenue. So I was like, oh, you know, I just need a part-time job. Obviously, I'm more focused on my studies. So I actually started at Jimmy John's there. And I just kind of, even after I graduated, I was hired to be the GM of the next Jimmy John's that they had opened over near um, the Crowbar area in that vicinity. So it just kind of stuck with me after I graduated. 
Um, I was there for a few months and then my husband went to Bucknell. So I ended up running um, as an assistant GM of two restaurants in a banquet hall in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. So I kind of, I really got to learn a lot about it at a young age. I got to have a lot of fun. Um, and then when we moved out here, cause my parents were here, um, it was just something that I really started to enjoy. So when I came out here, I really enjoy working for small independent local groups. I mean, it, there's a big difference between that and huge corporations and I just enjoyed it. So I stuck with that when I moved to Indy and I ran a small bar downtown Indy. And then I took over as their operations manager. Uh, they have about five restaurants around the state. So I took over those, got a lot more experience that way. Um, by that point, my husband and I had bought a house and figured, well, I guess we're going to stay here. kind of sucked us in. We love Indianapolis. But at the same time, I missed the food from home. Um, a lot of times, you know, we go back east. We My parents would go back east. They bring food back. So, you know, I figured I had, you know, I, I was running five restaurants. Let's why not right. try doing one on my own? So I started small and my my idea with hoagies and hops at first was just to have sandwiches to go and have coolers of beer to go craft local beer. Um, it's back in 2015, but I was friends with a uh, an owner of a brewery here in the city. And at that time it was called Flat 12 and they food trucks, but it could be inconsistent on when they'd be there. And they wanted something that was uh, always going to be there, something substantial and something that their customers would make them stay, uh, make it more of a destination. So my husband, who builds restaurants and breweries for a living, um, was able to put a little kitchen in for me. And that's kind of where I started. I started with the hoagies. Um, and then my, uh, my mom came to help. I had just a handful of friends that helped me. Otherwise, I was there day and night working and, and building itself and teaching people um, what a hoagie is. I mean, there's people I hear that think hoagies are hot dogs. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, is that a pizza? <laughs> so, so it's kind of funny, you know. And, uh, and then I started with the cheesesteaks as we went a little bit later. But the most important part was getting a lot of the ingredients from out east. Number one ingredient being the rolls. So, um, I, I get Lissio's rolls out of South Jersey, grew up with Amorosa being, you know, one of the main ones that everyone knows about, but Lissio's is, I, I was really excited to, to have their product and to have it shipped in here every three weeks or so. And it was not, it's not an easy process. I can tell you that, um, cold cuts are shipped in. I grew up Pennsylvania Dutch as well. So I do have some Pennsylvania Dutch items, um, like Seltzer's Lemon and Bologna being one of the most important ones. Uh, bring Bologna. Dietz and Watson, Cold Cuts is the Philly brand I use. I bring potato chips out here. And then when it comes to like the sauces, potato salad, coleslaw, red beet pickles, all, family, uh, all my family recipes that I brought to the table. And I've met thousands of people from not just Pennsylvania, but Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, even a lot of the Northeast are excited because they know that we have some good rolls out, out there. Yeah, I would argue that a great hoagie starts with great bread, right? And then it's yeah. filled with great ingredients. And you talked about uh, how you source uh, right right from, you know, where people would expect you to, right? The, the bakeries yeah. in South Jersey and Philly and, uh, and Pennsylvania Dutch country. Yeah. And, you know, and I know, you know, local's a big thing and I'm a small local business. But, you know, getting this stuff shipped out here makes it extremely unique and, and just gives 
you know, I have a taste of home, so it was giving a lot of those that moved out here a taste that they missed. You know, I have customers that literally will go back and they won't even have hoagies and cheesesteaks. They'll go back and have stromboli's and pizza. Right. But now that they have a spot here, it makes me feel good that I can bring them that. Absolutely. So when, when someone comes to hoagies and hops, what is the signature menu item? What are you known for? So what I missed... Yeah, the, the sandwich that I missed more than anything uh, was the Italian hoagie. So that's what I started with. I mean, even when it came down to it, Melissa sent me my roll, when Dietz and Watson sent me my Italian cold cuts before I even opened, um, it was really a way for me to learn how to make the oil, the dressing for it, the Italian oil that I wanted to do. I actually, I made it at my house, put it in a bag, brought it over to my parents, and I said, smell it. I'm like, does it smell like, you know... Does it smell like home, you know, and it's all about everything being really thin, the sweet, um, the Dahlia onion sliced really thin, um, and that oil, everything mixed together. And so the Italian is my all time favorite and I'll tell everybody that. And then the cheesesteaks certainly are number one. Um, if you're from the East coast and you come in, you usually get a cheesesteak there and then take the hoagie home. Um, but our number one seller out here. And one thing I realized living in Indiana they really eat the hot sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. You know, back home, you know, you had a cold hoagie deli place everywhere. That was just like a thing. Here, you just don't see it. You don't see that neighborhood um, deli where you can just go in and grab a sandwich on every corner. And so it's it, it was, it's been hard for people to understand the differences. The cheesesteaks, um, we, you know, we have shaved ribeye that we use. I use Alicia's rolls we offer. The Wiz, the White American, the Provolone, the Sharp Provolone. I even bring in Broccoli Rob so we can do uh, pork. That's actually like my vegetarian item. But if we do, we do so often. We have available for that. Green peppers that you might see at some of the places out here. I like bringing in the things that when you go there and you say, I want the sweets. I want them to be able to feel like they can come in and ask for that. Or the Wiz Wit, American Wit. Yeah. That's so yeah, the one. My mouth is watering already, um, and we're only a couple minutes into the podcast here. I can't hear Broccoli Rob and not think of Tony Luke's down in down in Philadelphia. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Broccoli Rob down there. Your favorite is the Italian, right? But you just won yeah. best cheesesteak in the state of Indiana on eatthisnotthat.com. What does that recognition mean to Hoagies and Ops? Oh, I, I mean... Considering I, I started out so tiny and small and I never knew what it was going to really amount to. I, I had no idea how how my brand was going to, you know, somewhat explode, really. I mean, it's been it's been really exciting. And my customers are just so supportive, um, whether they're from out there or whether they're from here. Um, it, it means a lot. And then we even actually for two years in a row on MSN, we got Best Sandwich in Indiana. Um, in Indiana. So that was wild too. I don't know how it gets out there, but you know, I'll, I'll take every second of it. And you know, a lot of hard work pays off. I mean, like I said, I, I, um, I still, you'll still find me working with my staff in the kitchen. You know, I'm, that's kind of part of it. Like I, I love to be in the mix of it. I love when my customers come in all in their get up for the first time on like either Penn state gear or all Phillies gear and and it's their first time coming, but they, they just love showing their pride and talking to me about things that we have in common, you know, and they, they just love it. I mean, I 
have the Penn State watch parties, Eagles watch parties, you name it. Absolutely. Now, you're also, um, you described yourself as a, as a local restaurant, but you're also really community-oriented, supporting fundraising efforts for local organizations and schools in your community. Talk a little bit about how you get back to your community. Yeah, do quite a bit. Ever since I opened, it was one of those things that I really feel that, you know, what comes around goes around. And kindness and just spreading the love and helping people is just has always been huge for me. Um, some of the things that I do, which this is a really fun one, is I actually raise money for the Hoosier veterans um, for and I do a hoagie eating contest with that 18 with an 18 inch Italian hoagie. Um, I just had my fifth one this year. We had to skip during 2020 because uh, of the pandemic, but that um, it's an 18 inch. It's the fastest eater we've had people. The first one was a little over five minutes. The fastest is four minutes and 11 seconds so far. Wow. Um, but every year I do that. I usually do it on 4th of July. This year I actually did it on 9-11. And yeah, we raised over $600 for the Hoosier veterans here. I also do for National Cheesesteak Day, which is March 24th. Um, every year I pick a different, uh, local organization for the past three years, since I've been in this newer location, uh, outside Butler university, where I partner with chili water, uh, brewing company, we actually raised over $700 for them on national cheesesteak day on March 24th. Um, we also do uh, multiple myeloma. My, my grandmother had passed away. I call her Nan and she had passed away in 2016 and, um, Ever since then, I take my Nan's potato salad, which is her recipe, and I donate those sales every October to multiple myeloma cancer research. Um, I do a lot with the Damien Center out here. Just last night, we hosted a dying to donate for a local school in our neighborhood. Tomorrow is our third year anniversary birthday party that we have at this location, um, where we're donating back 10% back to our neighborhood, Butler Tarkington. Um, so yeah, almost every month we have something. Um, I work with the schools to provide discounted lunches so they can raise money for fundraisers. And growing up, the hoagie, like I said, is my favorite. And I have so many memories of a kid, you know, in my childhood where we sold hoagies, not necessarily based baked goods for sports, for Girl Scouts, for the school. So yeah, that, those are just a few, but we do quite a bit of fundraiser. And like I said, Chili Water Tap Room is included in all that too. They help me raise and we work together on that. And they're a local, they're, they're actually a brewery that's based in Indianapolis. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, the, the best of both worlds, right? A great sandwich is washed down by some great craft beer. And you make that easy for your companies, for your customers with your partnership with yeah. Chili Water Tap Room. Talk a little bit about that partnership. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I originally started in flat 12, um, but it was a tiny kitchen and I do a lot of catering as well. And I was needing, I was growing out of, out of that location. And as I mentioned before, my husband um, builds restaurants, brewers for a living. He originally did their build out downtown. So we became friends um, throughout the years. We had supported each other in our businesses. And when it came to looking for a new location, um, you know, it was, something that being working with a brewery, it just, it just helps, you know, partnerships, you know, you can kind of get, you know, you can get all different demographics this way. And it just, it's great for cross promoting. Um, we found this great spot in Butler Tarkington, which is just a few blocks South of Butler university. Um, but it's also like two miles, like it's near our fairgrounds. It's, it's near a couple of the colleges. 
But the neighborhood itself, um, the community there was so welcoming. There was already a couple businesses there. Um, you know, I actually have a lot of, we kind of lucked out with the way our space is because if you're coming in, if, if you, maybe you're not a drinker and you're just coming in, just get a quick bite. You can just come right in, go to my counter. And if you feel like you want to have a beer, you walk over to the other room and it's a great little spot all set up with TV. So it's great for watching games. Um, we also have live jazz, um, that we do every Thursday night and it's open mic. Um, but if you feel like having a beer, you can just go over to that counter and do that. Um, we both do carry out, which obviously cheesesteaks and hoagies are, you'll see a lot are just meant for carry out. So they do carry out growlers and, and four packs and, um, uh, but no, our, our partnership has been wonderful and, you know, we look forward to continuing our partnership as we continue to grow. Um, and, and it is fun being able to, considering I do bring source a lot of my stuff from out in Pennsylvania, it's right. nice to also have a taste of Indianapolis local here. Uh, we actually had fun with our LLC when we did partner together and we came up with the name Philiapolis Enterprises. So a lot of people love the fact I have t-shirts and I have uh, sweatshirts that say Philiapolis. So people who are originally from Philly that now live here love, love to grab these shirts up and they think it's amazing. That's, so. that's amazing. You know, since opening in 2015, right, it's, it's been a, a great restaurant to visit, right? You've been able to get your craft beer. But on Saturdays and Sundays, the place transforms into Penn State game watches and Eagles game watches. Uh, talk yes. a little bit about the atmosphere um, at Hoagies and Hops when Penn Staters roll in to watch the game. Oh, I love it. Um, we usually fill up our entire dining room. Uh, depending on the game, it may flow into even the, the bar area. But everyone all comes in. I always have a, a special. Like I might call you know a sandwich called the Happy Valley or – you know, the lion's den or might come up with some other, you know, fun names. Um, but I always do specials. I always give them discounts, you know, if they're coming in wearing their gear and now it's exciting. It really is. I have a little Liberty bell. So I, every time there's a touchdown, I'll do it for whether the Eagles are playing or whether Penn state's playing. Um, but now we, we fill it all up and everybody cheers and it's, it's definitely a great vibe. Um, you know, we've actually have hosted a few different meetings and actually when I was, before I even opened my shop, I was doing, that was kind of, uh, it, it helped when I moved here, I, you know, I knew my parents, that was it, um, a way to just kind of network. I joined the Penn state chapter as soon as I moved out here. So I started doing work with them back in 07, 08 was probably the first time I'd say in 09, we held a beer, um, fundraiser for Thon. So we had like a beer dinner deal, which, so I've been doing little things with them since I moved out here. So it's been a great connection. Um, even when the last time I saw you was when I fed the pet band and you guys down at Oliver Winery for the right. Bloomington Penn State game. And I look forward to hopefully doing that again this year, uh, since it's going to be out here. And I believe you met for Purdue. I believe we're playing both games out here. Um, yes. But yeah, so, so Saturdays are fantastic for Penn State. Um, we hosted about, I think maybe about five or six of the games this year. I always do. I don't actually, not every game, but every other game, I usually do a raffle at halftime, um, for just like a little, whether it's a gift card or it might just be a fun little Pennsylvania pack, um, of some random things, tasty cakes, bread, name it. Um, and then I do the same thing really for the Eagles games. Um, I do 
you know, the gift cards and have fun with that. And I do have the NFL ticket that I get specifically for the Eagles games. And yeah. So when we were, when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, um, I was still at my first location and I was named the place to go in, in Indiana to get your cheesesteaks and hoagies. So I had people from Chicago, from, from Kentucky, Cincinnati, just driving out to get their fix. So that's that was, amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I remember the last time we were out there, right? We were down at Oliver Winery, but I also uh, remember the first time we were out there, 2016. Uh, we came to Hoagies and Hops. We featured you on the Penn State Alumni Association's Facebook live stream when we made that fantastic one for the Big Ten Championship uh, back in 2016. What did it mean to have your alma mater in town and to have us visit Hoagies and Hops? Oh, it was, it was so exciting. I mean, it was, uh, you know, the fact that I had just opened within that year, I mean, it just brought so much life to it. And I think even the brewery I was in was just amazed, <laughs> like how, you know, how people just flocked, you know, and, and the Penn State just has such, such a great vibe and so much love around it. Um, you know, people were coming in, I mean, because of your video too, I mean, it, it just, it really, it just drew so many new people to my location. So it meant a whole lot to me as being a, you know, first year in and just that the vibe. I mean, the fact that I could promote it and have fun with it and there was nobody here in the city promoting it like that. So it was, it was very exciting. Um, and, you know, meeting you guys for the first time and having you guys come as soon as you like got from, you know, flew, you know, got in touchdown at the airport, came right over to us. Um, no, it was, it was fabulous. It was such a fun weekend. A lot of memories from that. I got lots of pictures too um, of all the new people I had met that weekend that were just showing their pride. No matter your profession or what stage of your career you're at, Alumni Career Services is here to help you. Located on the University Park campus, Alumni Career Services is available to all Penn State alumni, regardless of location. Our Alumni Career Services team is there to forge connections with one of the largest alumni bases in the world. They offer events and webinars to help advance your career and provide job search resources that allow you to find the career that's just right for you. Learn more about career services by going to alumni.psu.edu backslash career. This is the People of Penn State podcast. I'm Paul Clifford. I'm joined by Christina Mazza. She's the owner of Hoagies and Hops in Indianapolis. Christina, we like to have a little bit of fun at the end of each podcast. And so I'm just going to throw some quick hitter questions at you. So first, we've, we've talked about this a little bit, but I want to know where you would order it from. What is your all-time favorite hoagie and where do, where do you order it from? Well, granted, there's a couple that I grew up with that unfortunately are no longer in business. There was one that um, was two sisters in Conicelli Deli in my hometown, Pottstown. That was always a favorite. It wasn't far from home. But in Philly, one of the my favorite cold hoagie ones is um, called Ricci's. Um, really off the beaten path if it's for like a good Italian hoagie. I really enjoy Cerconi's too in, uh, uh, in South Philly or in the Italian district. But for cheesesteaks, I really enjoy John's Rose Pork. Um, that's probably one of my favorite cheesesteaks. And of course, when I'm also there, I, I typically always hit up um, Dinick's 
in the Reading Terminal if we have time. I'll go hit up for a pork sandwich as well. How about your favorite class at Penn State? You know, there is, I guess, something that has no relation to my major. I really enjoyed the astronomy class. <laughs> That was probably one of my favorite classes. Now, my brother went to school for meteorology, so I grew up with a guy who constantly talked about <laughs> the sky and space. And I think maybe it was kind of, I, I always kind of had that little bit of interest in that. So, you know, besides that, one of my favorite courses in my major would have been when we actually had to start from the ground up and a couple different uh you know, we had a front of the house and the back of the house in each part of the semester. You got to switch with your team and you got to learn both and you got to actually host a dinner. I'm sure you've probably been to them. I've heard of them, but we got to host a dinner and you have to open up a bottle of wine. And I mean, come up with the decoration, the whole menu, the financials. And that was probably one of the best classes I had in my major. How about your most unusual we are moment? Kind of an unexpected place where you heard we are that caught you off guard. Um... I'd say just at the grocery store. I mean, I've had people because I wear my stuff a lot, obviously, or I have a Penn State hat if I'm not wearing my people's hat. So besides my shop, I'd say just being at the store out here, um, be random, you know, and if I drive by too and I see people with Penn State license plates or, yeah, it, it's, it would be at the grocery store here in my town where I live just south of uh, Indianapolis. How about your favorite Penn State sport? Penn State is, or the football is, you know, where, you know, a lot of my memories, even while I was there, you know, I'd go to some of the soccer games, you know, too, but for the most part, a lot of my memories are with a lot of my friends trying to run to get the best seat and trying not to wait too long in the bathroom lines. <laughs> I got in trouble a lot. <laughs> my buddies were like, come on, go to the men's room. <laughs> I got lots of stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite flavor of creamery ice cream? Um, you know, the strawberry is pretty darn good. Uh, the peach paterno is probably going to be the top of them all, though. I, I actually, um, my parents haven't been able to go back in a few years, especially with the pandemic. So I decided to surprise them with a Christmas gift where I got them six pints of creamery ice cream for Christmas. My mom went crazy. and But I threw in a, mostly all peach paterno, but I had to throw in a couple others like the strawberry too. But peach paterno will be number one. That's awesome. Well, Christina, thank you for allowing us to share your story on the People of Penn State podcast. And we wish you continued success at Hoagies and Hops. Thank you very much. We appreciate it very much. Thank you for inviting us. Well, if you like this episode, I hope you'll subscribe to the People of Penn State podcast in your favorite podcast app of choice. And while you're there, give us a rating and drop us a review. Help us spread the word. Share the podcast with fellow Penn Staters via your social media channels. Um, and always tag the Alumni Association with at Penn State alums. If you're a member of the Alumni Association, thank you for your support. If not, what are you waiting for? Go to our website today at alumni.psu.edu and you too can become a member of the world's largest alumni association. Thank you for listening and for all you do for the university, for the glory, and for the future. We are.